Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Busy Friday morning show lined up here. Nigel Seeley on the program with the uh, return of the Prim. He's going to join us in 30 minutes. A lot of bets to get into with him at that time. Ross Tucker on the Eagles in the NFC East, an hour from right now. And I think there is a lot to talk about last night, Paulie, from those two preseason games that we had on the docket. First of all, uh, C.J. Stroud, the second overall pick in the draft, got the start for the Texans. It did not go very well. He only threw four passes. He completed two of those. But he did have an INT on a pass that was uh, not good. (laughs) <laughs> and on a pass, quite frankly, that um, I don't recall him making very often when he was at Ohio State. But welcome to the NFL, rookie. That stuff is going to happen. And I don't see this posted anywhere as of right now. Maybe a sports book, maybe DraftKings can put it up. Who's going to win the Texans starting quarterback job, right? Like who's going to take the first snap under center in their week one game? Yeah, uh, is it is it automatically going to be C.J. Stroud, or is there a chance that uh, he can lose it here in the preseason and they're going to go with Davis Mills? Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me after how bad he was with that horrible interception, unless he is so good in practice. I mean, it's hard to see him outplaying Mills in the last couple of games, right? And maybe could be running out of time with that performance and what happened. So maybe go with the veteran anyways and ease him into it. Maybe the Colts do the same thing. I don't know. Uh, you just saw what happened in Tampa. They're not going to give Trask a shot yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mayfield's going to go week one against the Vikings. Uh, so that's how Tampa decided to handle it. Maybe the same thing will happen in Houston. But I would say, uh, based on how Mills played, and you had the touchdown drive late there, that that'll be maybe what the Texans do. But a good idea with the prop, too. Yes, you're right. Yeah. I And so, like, I want to see how these rookie quarterbacks are going to look in their first real game action. You know, like Stroud last night. I can't wait to see what uh, Richardson's going to look like for the Colts. I can't wait. Uh-huh. Um, well, even Cunningham surprised a lot of people. I mean, it was a little this, you know, if you had the second half under like I did, and you got beat. It's like, guys, he's going to take off and run here. Come on! But they pick up the fourth and two. We scrambled a couple times, uh, completed a few passes, but had that drive at the end, and they punched it in to put the second half total over. But that's uh, you know, a lot of people thought, hey, this Cunningham. I mean, supposed to be a wide receiver for most part, and then they're putting him back there, and uh, and he was okay with the Patriots. Yep, uh, I will tell you this: that I'm not going to name names, but. Uh, he'll come on this network and this show um, probably very soon, and he can let you know on, on, on his own. But we did play in this blackjack tournament last night, and one of the guys in it mm. is very good. 
uh, at betting the NFL, very good at betting the NFL. And he told me that uh, Colts, if it wasn't for the Cardinals, Colts might be the worst team in football. Did he elaborate? He just thinks that the whole right. overall roster is uh, not good at all. Yeah. And I think he didn't say it, but, uh, you know, just basically, I think that if they go with Richardson, I think the thought is there that uh, kid's not going to be able to play. Yeah. Okay. Right, right away. Yeah. And I was talking to uh, Teddy Covers yesterday, Ted Safransky, and he just thinks, I mean, this this Arizona outfit between, you know, Murray Hurt, rookie coach, rookie coordinators, tanking. Hopkins gone, bad roster. Like, it could be really bad. Yeah. Really bad. Well, okay, so it's funny you brought that up because, uh, again, there are a ton of people in town for this event called Bet Bash, a ton of pro bettors, and, you know, mingling and talking, and they're really good at what they do and betting on sports and uh, having conversations, and Survivor comes up. I've had multiple conversations now with people who uh, basically flat out said they're scared to death of taking the commanders in week one. They, they don't know if they can trust them. Okay, yeah. And oh, by, by yeah. the way, so we kicked that around yesterday on the show, and I brought up the angle of, and Mike Palm as well, like that first home game post-Dan Schneider and how fired up that crowd's going to be. Again, it hasn't been a true home field for Washington, and God, who, who knows how long, right? Mm-hmm. So you get them out of there. The fans are going to be going nuts. There, are, there will be zero Cardinals fans in attendance for that game for the most part. But what if, and I, I threw this out there. I know he's a rookie head coach, but what, what if Gannon... Out coaches Rivera in game one. Are you? Does it appear like Ron Rivera has really lost the fastball? Is he Kyle Hendricks yeah. out there throwing 82, three, four miles an hour? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Gannon, of course, comes over with the Eagles. So they played, you know, the commanders. And uh, he's familiar with the team and the approach there. So that's just one thing to consider. Because I know a lot of people think that they want to use Washington and get them out of the way. Because when's the next time? Look at their schedule here. I mean, right. after that, well, I don't. I mean, Bears maybe Thursday night football, but that's going to be well, a dangerous game because of Fields. Well, the other thing is, it's 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 a tough week though with the games. What is everyone? What ten thousand people going to either take the Vikings or the Ravens? I mean, you look look at the point spreads in Week One. They're all uh, they're all in that you know, th- a lot of three and a halves and in, in that range. No, I, I believe I that this is going to be a get, popular team. Huh? Oh yeah, yep. Well, I'm saying that's one of the reasons. Well, I guess you throw Seattle yeah, yeah. on there too, but. Uh, Interesting that uh, Las Vegas Chris thinks there could be late. He thinks the Rams could take money late. Okay, where that could go off to, uh, as well before kickoff. But that's okay. yeah. Let's get into the real issue yep. from last night then. Yeah, and a couple of tweets uh, sum this up perfectly. Well, Matt Miller, who uh, does NFL the NFL draft for ESPN, his observation was this: YouTube TV showed the Stroud INT. He switched over to NFL Plus, and the Patriots are kicking a field goal. This won't work for the NFL regular season streaming. And then on top of that, the reaction that he got was uh, people who were clocking this, YouTube was around 90 to 100 seconds behind cable and NFL streams. Whew, man. So, look, I mean, I'm a big fan of YouTube TV. I've had it for several years. I think I had it before it got popular. Um, you can get VSIN and watch us, the entire network, all day long if you get that package that it comes with on, on YouTube. But how is that going to go for betters? If they're going to be trailing by, you know, let's say, let's cut it down a little bit. If they're trailing by 60 to 75 seconds and you're trying to get down Forget on live it. bets. Forget it. You're right. It's commercial only. That's right. The other thing, remember, we had that problem in the NBA finals with the buffering and the freezing. But the other thing is, and I read this article and we're going in uncharted waters here. I mean, who knows what this is going to be? But I read this article that for years I would have the game mix on where you get eight games all on the same screen. It said the, the, they can, the max is four, and they pick the games. You can't pick them. So our, our guy Tony's freaking out about what's going to happen here week one. What, are these establishments ready to go? Are people going to be in for a rude awakening? But I, I, I saw the article that it's like, oh, no, you can only go four at a time max, and you can't pick the four. Did they explain why you can't pick the four? That, is, that seems to be... No, I, I, that, that, that was, it's not your call. I don't understand it. For those of you unfamiliar with the NFL mix and uh, DirecTV... It's beautiful. You brought up our buddy Tony. Huh? He, he has like this amazing, I think it's what, an 85-inch TV? Right. And he, he splits it, right? So the, the mix puts the all eight games up. Well, the, the screen is so big that all eight games appear like they're on like a, a decent-sized TV. And it's an unbelievable setup for yeah. people who do that at their homes. Yeah. And so I'm hope I, I hope I'm wrong, but he sent me the article, and I'm freaking out. Because now what? 
wait a second, now we can only do a max of four and I can't and I can't choose what it's going to be with the early window? I don't I mean, that that, that's, how how is that how is that not an option? You should be able to easily toggle like if there's eight games on, say I want one and then just go I label it. I want this TV to be one, this one to be two, three through three and four. And those are gonna be my four teams. And they, they just don't have the capability of putting all eight on the screen at the same time. I mean, it's I'll, like, put it this way, for those of you who did it at home, it's like going to a sports book. It's like coming here yeah. every single Sunday, yeah. which I like to do still. I like to go to a sports book and watch games, but um, I also like to just chill out in my house you know, once in a while and not have to be around 6,000 people. I like to have that as an option. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. But you can't, I mean, if this is well, going to be what it, you can't, you're going to have to be, you have to eliminate live betting from your, Arsenal this year. This t- that's right. This also ties into active content management about does the gal or guy it's you know it's a whole different ball game when you're talking about okay I just put on 602 or whatever the channel is and put on the various TVs and set up shop for the early session. But now now what are you doing where you got the, the YouTube and the streaming and if they're going to be on the ball if it won't be a problem. Fitz doesn't think it'll be a problem. But this could be you don't know what you're walking into week one when the season starts, and this is my place, and I've been going here for three, four, five years. I get my my coffee and my breakfast, and I'm ready to go, and here's all the games, and oh, now now it's completely different. Yep, and you're going to throw everybody for a loop. You think Fitz said, our buddy Fitz said, it's not going to be a problem at bars and restaurants? He thinks it'll get it under control. It won't Ooh, be, yeah. Boy, that's I a lot know. of confidence for a problem that's it been is. ongoing for decades. Yeah. They can never get it right. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking about this for six years on this show, and we get feedback from every region of the country. Hey, guys, look at this. I went to a bar last night. They got the uh, Food Network on and a replay of uh, WrestleMania in 1994. Yeah. And there's four NFL games. What the yeah. hell's going on? Yeah. Well, they can't figure out the remote. They have no idea what games you're talking about. It could, who knows? It could be a disaster. I know, but this is a big talking point on that Monday after week one will be how did it go and what was the experience like? Oh, man. For, for what it was, you know, direct TV and everything was just easy and a piece of cake. Now I can't wait to see what the feedback is going to be mm-hmm. after week one. Because there's no, I mean, even though the, the teams can get ready for preseason uh, with going out there and stretching and hitting people with pads on, bartenders and, and uh, restaurant managers, they can't, there's no preseason for them. They're going to have to dive right in on Sunday at uh, 1 o'clock Eastern. They're not going to know what hit them. It's going to be an avalanche coming at them. Mm-hmm. Well, right? The, the owner never told me about this. Where where was the preseason action on a Thursday yeah, night? You know, yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. Because you got to find all these local channels that are on compared to YouTube. You love to live bet. I know. You said before, 90, 90% percent of what you do is live betting. Can't, yeah, uh, you're right. A hundred percent out the window now, with, with this with this delay, right? Because uh, you know we we've talked. Uh, Crackman's gotten into this as well. I mean, they can just play God with that too. Because they're so far ahead, and you don't know, and you're getting the worst of it. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, well, third and eight. Did they pick it up? No, obviously not. But you're so far behind, you don't know what's going on. And you think you're betting someone who's got a third and short. Oh, they're stopped, and they're punty. But, they, but it's so and it, and it spools and spools, or if there's a uh-huh. big play, and it goes in your direction. But they, you can't get it in. Boy, this is going to be a haymaker across the country. <laughs> People are going to be livid if that's the case. All right, so follow the money yep. here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Seven and one. Last night, Paulie shares the details. Coming up next on Follow the Money, it's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. 
What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my game. game. <laughs> this is Follow the Money on VSEN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all the action. Check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Check it out every game, vcin.com. All right, here he is, uh, our good friend. I've uh, been coming on this show yes. now for a good five or six years. The Premier League is back. Uh, this weekend, Nigel Seeley joins the show. Now, good morning, mate. How are you? I'm very well, guys. How are you? Looking forward to this weekend. The big action starts. Soccer action really gets going. I can't believe it. It seems so quick that the season ended and the World Cup just flown by. I think it's age. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just, let let, let me start with this. seems like weeks. Yep. Let, yeah, let me sure. begin with this, Nigel. Um, because the latest headline that I have on the Harry Kane situation, like is he going to go mm-hmm. to Bayern Munich? Is he going to stay at Tottenham? Uh, this is the latest headline. Byron Munich, quote, getting nervous, and they have no answers. What do you make of what's uh, going to happen here with Harry Kane? Well, I mean, it's uh, it's an interesting one. It's been on and off for about the last three or four weeks. The betting, we bet we have a bet a betting market over here whether Harry Kane will sign, and he's heavy minus front money favourites. Um, that's been sort of changing as the days have gone on in the last build-up when this story broke about two or three weeks ago. Um, I think the player obviously wants to go. I think he's he's been out to his wife has apparently been out to Munich. He wants a fresh challenge, but obviously Tottenham do not want to sell their prize asset. And um, there's there was on his way to the airport. What we're hearing here, and that, um, he was told to stay exactly where he was by Tottenham Football Club. I think Tottenham are trying to probably even get a little bit more money out of uh, out of Bayern Munich, or they 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 have the second thoughts about the deal, trying to convince Harry Kane to stay. Um, I personally think it's a bad move for Harry Kane. That would be my my personal opinion. I think he's he's what he's going to be the if he stayed at Tottenham, he'd be the all time record Premier League goal scorer, beating Alan Shearer's record. I think he's the England captain, and from an, from a perspective of the England captain playing in the Premier League, I think you want that. Um, but I understand it from his point of view. He wants to win something, but he's going to a league that isn't the greatest of competitiveness. I mean, Bayern Munich and uh, and um, and Borussia Dortmund are the top two sides in that division. They're way, way clear of anyone else. Uh, he's not going to win anything at, at Tottenham apart from potentially a cup. He has no European football to play this year. So yeah, a move to Bayern Munich gets him into the Champions League. He plays in the Champions League and a, and a chance of winning the Champions League. You know, Barring Manchester City, I would say that Bayern Munich would be a second or third favourites to win the Champions League. So I can see why he wants to do it for himself, to win something. But... Personally, I think he's got a young family for young kids. You know, he's, he's a London boy through and through. He's building a house uh, in the south of London. And I think the move, 
I, I've always said this, I think if Pochettino's former manager at Tottenham had taken the job at Manchester United, I think Harry McCain would have moved to Manchester United to be linked with his former manager. The problem now is that Pochettino, who he, he's got a great relationship with, has took the job at Chelsea. And Chelsea and Tottenham are arch rivals. They, they do not get on with each other. And he, he can't possibly move from Tottenham to Chelsea. And I think that's really had an influence in where he goes. So um, I can understand why he's going for it, wants to win. The move, where would he go? There's only a certain amount of clubs that would take him. Bayern Munich have taken it. But as we stand now, he's still heavy minus money to go. But it would appear that Tottenham are trying to either get more money or to convince the player to stay in London. And he's locked up in a family home somewhere or a family, mm. a family of friends somewhere waiting to get the all clear to board the plane. So it's interesting developments. But I would be, I think it's a real shame for the Premier League to lose Harry Kane. Well, how bad is it for Tottenham then? And how do you lower their power rating if he's gone? Oh, it's I saw, massive. I, I mean, okay. It's absolutely massive. I mean, and. They're not that they've sold big players before. They sold Gareth Bale, but they never really spent the money. The the manager, the the owner of Tottenham is obviously somebody that he's uh, he hasn't been spending the money uh, greatly. They could have had a very inexperienced ma- manager as well in charge. So to giving him a huge amount of money to go and get players is is quite a risky situation. I think the one thing it would help, I think Ricarlison, the Brazilian international, would now become the main man at Tottenham. So you can probably bet him at 100 to 1, something like that, to be the top Premier League goal scorer. He now goes from playing 10 games a season to playing all the games of the season. And he's a proven goal scorer in the Premier League, get a good run with Everton. And he does well for the Brazilian national side. He could have been the top goal scorer in the, in the World Cup at the early stages before they were eliminated. So I think if you're looking for a betting angle, I think Ricarlison could potentially be a, a play in the top Premier League goal scorer now with Harry Kane going at a very nice price because he will play a lot more football this season. And obviously, um, Son as well will obviously play more, but uh, he's a regular anyway. But I think Ricarlison is going to be the main benefactor of, of Kane going away. But it's an interesting... I, I, I still think there's more more to this story. I think it will develop mm. as the day goes on. I'm, I'm, I just think Harry Kane might have second thoughts himself as a player. He might, he might just sit there and think, you know what, listen, this is a big move for me. It's a bit risky and he could be a legend at Tottenham and a Premier League legend. Then it's, I, I just think next year, maybe go when you're out of contract, go to go to another club like Manchester United or something like that would be a better mm. option than to go to Bayern Munich. Very good. Follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Nigel Seeley. So when you were talking on the uh, screen here, they put up the odds for the top goal scorer. Holland is minus 165. I mean, my God, he scored 36 goals last year. What do you expect from him this year and your power rating overall on City going into the season? You called that club the best team that you can recall in the Prim in your years of mm. watching the league, right? Are they going to be able to repeat what they did last year? Well, they've lost a lot of players, good players to the Saudi League. Uh, Mahrez mm-hmm. has gone and a couple others have gone as well. So they've lost some, they've lost some key players as well. Um, they've got some squad members, but they're still the best squad in the Premier League without a shadow of a doubt. The other teams have spent big, though. You know, Arsenal have spent big. Liverpool have spent massively a lot of money. Chelsea are spending money as well. So they're trying to close the gap on Manchester City. And I don't think the gap will be as big as it was last season. It ended up six points, I think it was, at the top of the table. But it could have been more because City eased up uh, on the final day. So I think I think that the closing pack is definitely closing on a Man City. They are the worthy favourites. But I think it's very, very hard for any team to to keep that momentum after you've won the treble. You know, once you've won the treble in, in, in soccer and made history like they did last year, it's very hard to keep that going for a season. So I think it's difficult for them. From a perspective of Erlen Haaland, again, I think he's come to Man City on the first season. He's set records. He's he's won everything there is possible to win in club football. He's going to have a little bit of a blip, I think. I think he's going to think to himself, well, what more can I do? Um, the other thing with Harlem is he was so lucky with injuries last season. Didn't have any injuries. And, you know, the way he plays, and I watched him in the Charity Shield, or the Community Shield last week at Wembley, and I thought he looked out of condition. I thought he looked quite heavy. He's, he's a big lad anyway, and I think he looked quite heavy. I don't think he's match ready yet. Um, so I don't think he'll play as much as he did last season. I think Man City will protect him a little bit more. And obviously, if he gets an injury, and it's a huge amount of money to tie up for long terms. I think if you're looking for a goal scorer, you want to be with someone who's got a good chance of winning the Premier League. That's essential. Usually, you want to be with someone who takes penalties. Haaland, I think, got seven penalties last season in the Premier League. Uh, and you want to be someone who's the main th- goal threat for that team, the guy who's going to be the main goal threat. I expect a real big year from Liverpool, and I expect a big year from Darwin Nunes, uh, the centre forward from Uruguay. Um, I think he will have a real breakthrough season this year in the Premier League. He created so many chances last season, but couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. 
Uh, Salah is going to go off to the African Cup of Nations for a month. So Nunes is going, Darwin Nunes is going to be the main threat for Liverpool. He won't take penalties, but this Liverpool team is going to, is going to score goals. I mean, the, the, the amount of attacking flair they have in this side. They have players back who missed a lengthy roles last year in the Premier League. And I think if you're looking through an alternative, you want to be uh, on a team that could win it. And I think Liverpool would be back challenging at the top again after an indifferent season last year. Darwin Nunes would definitely be a, a pick for me. Some others at a big price. I think Ollie Watkins for Aston Villa. I think Aston Villa will have a good year this year. Ollie Watkins will be the main threat for Aston Villa. He will get the large percentage of goals for Aston Villa. But that odds on Haaland now, um, what did you say was minus 120, Mitch? Uh, he was minus 165. Well, that, that's after Harry Kane out of the, out of the list. Was Harry Kane still in the list on that price? No, he. I do not see him listed. Okay, that's why he's, he was minus 120 before. Now, if Harry Kane obviously goes, then I was going to say he's going to contract even more, minus 165. But, you know, you've got to tie your money up for nine months. Yeah, yeah. Why you want to tie your money up at minus 165 for nine months in Haaland? And, you know, it, you, everything's got to go your way. Everything went Haaland's way last year. He took to the Premier League well. Man City were flying. He was very, very good. No, no injuries. And that's the key part. You know, he could get an injury and get a problem. And he doesn't look match ready yet. I mean, that was a big take from me from Wembley at the weekend. And he starts off in a tough match tonight. I mean, Man City played Burnley. But Burnley are a very physical side as well. Um, manager, obviously, is a, a, a legend at Manchester City and Vincent Company. So it's a big, big match. But I think he's the favourite. But I don't expect him to do what he did last year. I think that's really hard to replicate. Because the other thing with Harlan, he's like, I've seen interviews about people talking about him. They say he's like a big, excitable kid. He can't believe he's in the Premier League. He can't believe he's scoring hat-tricks, winning trophies. And I think that the, such a high of that season last year, he's got to go one way, and that one way is downward a little bit. So, worthy favourite, but I think there's some decent options here, and the closing pack on Manchester City at the top of the table are definitely closes. Uh, their rating for me is slightly less than last season, still favourites, but slightly less rated, but there's other teams in that pack, which we'll come on to in the second after, I yeah. think will uh, are making a big, big inroads into the top of that table. Quickly here, uh, first book I looked at, Nunez 20-1, to 1. is that a good number? That's a very good number. Okay. It's better than anything you can get over here. That's a good number. Okay, good to know. Uh, hang tight. Uh, Nigel Seeley is going to come back for one more segment. A lot to get into yet with the return of the Premier League. Uh, league. Relegation, top half, bottom half, top six. All these uh, future bets that are on the board right now. We'll uh, get his thoughts on all of it coming up next year on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on v Six preseason games tonight. Get ready for week zero, August 26th. Get our college football betting guide. Picks, best bets, writers, on-air personalities, team previews, NFL guide, in-depth profiles of every team, best bets on win totals, futures, and props. Become a v Pro subscriber today for as low as $19. Get both guides. Sign up today, v Slash subscribe. Rolling out with Nigel Seeley at Seeley underscore Nigel on Twitter. Back to the Premier League. Uh, Man City opens up today against Burnley. And his thoughts on the season. Okay, my friend. So Luton Town, Sheffield United, and Burnley come up. They were promoted. I saw Luton Town. Great story, right? Going from the fifth tier all the way up with that, you know, you got the crazy stadium. We got to go into, you've been there. You got the, someone's backyard to get in there. I've seen as high as 330. Minus three thirty to be relegated. What are your thoughts on the three teams that were prom- uh, that were promoted? Well, I mean, minus three thirty. Uh, we talked about betting Harland tying your money up for nine months. Minus three thirty. You, you, you're the only person who I know can afford to do that and leave that kind of money away. It's Mike Palm. He'd be able to leave his money <laughs> for three thirty for them. That he's the only person I know who's got that much money to be able to do that. Um, I, 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 I couldn't disagree with them prices. You just can't disagree. And the only way to profit on them is probably put them in a parlay. Uh, because I think Luton will will get relegated. I think they could potentially be one of the worst sides that the Premier League has ever seen. I don't I don't mean that in disrespectful, but I think they were very lucky to get up into the Championship through the playoffs. Uh, their home form is going to be quite is an important factor. I mean, they are going to pick up points at home because it's going to be a different kind of experience for these top Premier League clubs to go there. You know, in in the in the surroundings, and they are going to pick points up at home. But on the road, I think they're really going to struggle. At the end of the last season, Luton um, only won one of their last seven road matches in the in the championship, 
and that was against a side called Rotherham, who were towards the bottom of the of the of the league champ of the championship. This is a much much. It's a huge gap. I think already that the players Luton have been linked with and bought up the players that they they're thinking of who we can get back in the Premier League this season. How we can we win the championship next season? So I think Luton will go. Down. I think Sheffield United are probably even worse than Luton. I think they're they're a very bad side. These two sides are really poor. Sheffield United have lost so many players who've left the club despite coming yeah. up to the Premier League. They haven't brought anyone in. The manager has publicly said that they're wor- they're in worse state than they were last year in the Championship. Well, that's not what you want to hear mm. when you've gone up to the Premier League. So I think Luton and Sheffield United will go, and that, I mean, there's there's no they're minus money favourites. It's just a question. The other the market to join them is really interesting because. Wolves have obviously lost their manager. They've got kind of all kinds of problems off the pitch in the boardroom, financial fair play issues. Um, Nottingham Forest are next in the betting, but I expect a good season from them. Um, and there's a couple of teams, more traditional teams in the Premier League, I think will struggle this year. Uh, Brentford, I think, will struggle, especially in the first half, because their striker, Ivan Tony, he's suspended until January. He can't play in the, in the Premier League because he, had, uh, he broke betting rules. So he can't play in the Premier League until January. Um, Crystal Palace I think will struggle this year but I think West Ham are the interesting one for me mm. um, they sold Declan Rice their captain their best player by a, by a country mile their best player their second best player um, Pakatar is being linked with Manchester City um, they've lost two other players who've left the club Lanzini's left the club they're starting to they bought their first signing of the season yesterday Alvaro is coming um, I think that he'll do well but it takes some time to adjust They've they've put a bid in that's been offered for Harry Maguire for Manchester United. But West Ham won the European Conference League last year, which has glossed over, papered over the cracks, really, at the London Stadium. They had a very, very poor Premier League campaign. They were right in the relegation mix throughout the season. And they only survived by six points. And they're a lot worse than what they were last season. The manager, David Moyes, is a heavy minus money favourite to be the first manager to lose his job. So I think West Ham could potentially be some value at around about nine or ten to one. Okay. Uh, but I, I think Luton and Sheffield United will go down. And if you push me, I'd actually say Sheffield United are the worst, or actually worse than Luton. They could be two of the the worst teams in the Premier League. They could be gone by Christmas. That's how bad I think they are. But um, I think West Ham could could be a, could be a, a surprise package to get involved in a relegation battle as well. What are your thoughts on Newcastle if they if they can uh, equal their great season that they had last year? I think it's very difficult for teams to, who aren't used to Champions League to play Champions League on a Wednesday and then play in the Premier League. I think they'll probably go a little bit backwards rather than forwards. They've got more money than any any club in the Premier League to spend with the Saudi money and the investment they have, but they haven't spent it yet. So I think Newcastle's time is probably about two seasons away. This time around, I think, to the, playing the Champions League and the league, I think you've got to have a bigger squad than what Newcastle have, and I think that will suffer. And you've got to remember, teams who aren't in the Champions are going to come good this year. Chelsea are going to be a lot better than what they were last year. Liverpool are going to be very, very strong this year. They're actually my bet to win it. I've bet Liverpool 8-1 to to win it, and especially with the players they've bought and and the changes they've made in in tactical changes as well. They've got goals all over the pitch. Jota's back. Diaz is back throughout the season. Missed the majority of last season. Salah. Darwin and Nunes, as we said, Trent Alexander-Arnold in midfield, World Cup winner McAllister signed from from Brighton. He, he's a 20-goal-a-season man. I think Liverpool are really going to go for a challenge. You've got to remember two years ago, they went toe-to-toe with Man City and they were starting off seasons around about two-to-one. Um, some some books have about plus 175. It was, it was Man City and Liverpool who dominated the market. They'll come good this year. Chelsea will come good this year. And Newcastle have got to get go better. And I think with those extra fixtures in Europe, I think they're going to they're going to go backwards. I don't think they'll make the top four this year in Newcastle, but I think they'll be in the top six. Okay, we roll on here with the lower leagues, so the weekly plays. Uh, follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network. Nigel Seeley, our guest. Uh, you, you were fantastic on Twitter last week comparing Knotts County, League 2, with the VIP area, which was a picnic table with a tent over it. <laughs> and then you went to Man City Arsenal with a beautiful suite and the setup and a spread yeah. and all the food. But you said, watch out with Wrexham and Ryan Reynolds and the great story, Netflix, Wrexham winning the league and coming up to League Two. Well, not only did they lose, they they conceded five goals. And you mm. said, watch out, they're going to have a target on their back, a bullseye. And that did not go well. well how do you look? What do you think happens now? Do they bounce back? Do you still want to go against Wrexham until... Further notice, you talked about how players are kind of ticked off and like, look, well, who are these guys? They're treated like rock stars are coming over and playing Man United. So what do you think of the, the match this week? 
Well, they've got a tough match this weekend. They're playing uh, AFC Wimbledon, and Wimbledon known as the crazy grand gang, and they've made history over the years and upsetting the odds. And this, I know Wimbledon team football team very, very well. I know the players there. I know I know the people behind the scenes at AFC Wimbledon. I know 100% they are up for this match. They, when the fixture just come out, they really fancy it. They've started really well in this season. They beat Coventry in the cup in the Championship team, Coventry in the cup in midweek. They've got a tie against Chelsea uh, with the reward for that. So a big money tie for them. But this is the game they've been wanting since they started. And AFC Wimbledon are a lot better side than what they were last year. They've improved greatly. You've got a new head of recruitment. The, the club has got a feel-good factor around it. Last season was in the doldrums, and they are going to relish this time. I think Wrexham, without Mullin, their striker, aren't the same side. He's still got a punctured lung. He probably won't be back for at least another two months. So I think Wrexham are going to take a lot of time, and a lot of people want to show them that, that they mean business, and they're not going to have a tough time. They're going to have a very tough time in League Two here. Plus 275 Wimbledon are to win that match. I think that is absolutely massive. I mean, they're at home. It's a sellout crowd. They're going to be up for this match completely. First down of the season, and they're playing well. Wimbledon. They drew nil nil in their first game. Should have won. They had missed a penalty in the match, and then they beat a championship time in Cardiff. Uh, they'll be buoyed on the fact that the Wrexham conceded five, but mm. I think plus two seventy five. That's a big price. Get 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 with it. Get with Wimbledon. Okay. And, and any other picks on on the lower leagues? All the lower league stuff you can get on the, okay. the Premier Sports players, obviously, if you want to get out. I'll give you some Premier League stuff. I've done a I've done a column yeah. for you guys. I don't think it's gone live yet, but I've done a column. I, I, I sent it this morning, so it should be up in a few hours on the VEASAN website. But I've gone with, uh, obviously, West Ham. I've got a negative for them. I've gone with Bournemouth to beat West Ham uh, at the start. Of, uh, but I've gone for the draw, no bet there, because I think the draw, obviously, in the opening matches of the season is, is quite, quite high. It comes in quite a lot. you also got to remember as well now, we've got this 10 minutes of injury time. In the, in the Premier League. So we're going to get overs betters. We'll probably be getting more money. They're, they're like the World Cup. They're doing exactly the same timekeeping. So that's going to have a big effect, for, especially latter in the matches where the better squads are. The squads who are stronger will get better with the extra time. And the, and the teams haven't got the big squads. So Luton, for example, might struggle. If they're nil-nil, they'll be defending all that time. Uh, the other bet I like in the Premier League is, is that Luton match. They're playing Brighton. I think Brighton to cover the one-and-a-half handicap. Brighton a minus 3.30 to win the match. But minus one-and-a-half, I like Brighton there. Brighton last season against bottom half teams in the Premier League. They only lost once out of 10 matches. And in those 10 matches, they covered the one and a half spread on seven occasions. And I would argue that Luton are worse than anybody else in those matches. Uh, the other match, uh, the bet I like, is on Monday, on the Monday night football. Manchester United, I didn't realise that Manchester United are on a 30-match unbeaten home run at the moment in, in all competitions in soccer. Really doing well at home. They kept the most clean sheets last season, the best defence in the Premier League. They only conceded 10 goals at home all season. They play Wolves, who've got all kinds of problems. They're selling all their best players. Uh, the last two years, Wolves um, didn't score against Manchester United. Seven of the last 10 matches that Wolves have played Manchester United, Wolves have failed to score. And in the last 10 matches, nine of them, Wolves against Manchester United, have gone under two and a half. I'm not going to go for under two and a half in this game because I think that Manchester United could cover that spread very easily on their own. But instead, I'm going to go for uh, Manchester United to win to nil. So Man United to win to nil is about plus 102. Brighton minus one and a half against Luton. And Bournemouth draw no bet against West Ham. The website is premiersportsplays.com. Thanks, mate. Have a good weekend. Take care, guys. There Thank you. you. The great Nigel Seeley will pivot from that football to the NFL with Ross Tucker coming up next here on VSIN. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. 
What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. game. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Starting this hour, talking National Football League with uh, arguably the busiest man in NFL media and beyond nowadays, and he's exceptional at what he does, calling the Eagles and Ravens game coming up this weekend. Also, you can listen to him on the Even Money podcast. Follow him on Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL. It's good to talk to you again, friend. How are you? Absolutely. It's football season. You you know it's football season when I'm back on with you guys. I am uh, very, very excited. You know, tomorrow night's my first game, and then I will do at least one game as a color analyst or sideline actually in the playoffs, but I'll do at least one game every weekend from now until the Super Bowl. So it's uh remember that old commercial? It's like time to make the donuts, time to make my money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Congratulations on that. Well deserved, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I love what I do. And look, man, I'm 44. I got to play for a while. Now I just get to talk to guys like you or go to games and talk about football. It's I'm I'm trying to avoid a real job as long as I can, <laughs> kind of like you guys. It seems like smart man. Well, let's let's talk about the Eagles here and this division. And we previewed the NFC East this week here on Follow the Money and a couple of the best bets that we like in this division. Ross DraftKings is offering the like exacta, the finish in the division, the one-two finishing order. Like we made the case all week long. If you bet both, like Eagles one, Cowboys two, or Cowboys to finish first, Eagles second those are both nice plus money if you bet them both you're gonna i think lock in a profit i can't i mean unless it goes there there are like catastrophic injuries to both teams who else is going to finish in the top two in this division well that would really surprise me that would really surprise me i mean i feel like both the eagles and the cowboys are at least a couple games better Mm -hmm. than the giants and i think even more than that than the commanders i think the question there then is who do you like to win the division? Do you like it to be the Eagles or the Cowboys? You know, some of the folks in Philadelphia are getting mad when I say this, but I think the Eagles have taken a little bit of a step back from a roster standpoint. Now, listen, they still have a terrific roster. They're still the NFC favorites. They could very easily go to the Super Bowl again and win it. But it's hard to argue, in my opinion, that you have a better overall roster when you lose seven starters. Mm. That said, I think they're better at running back probably with Swift and Penny than they were with Miles Sanders. 
I was worried about right guard, but Cam Jurgens has looked really good in camp, replacing Isaac Sayamalo. It's the defense where you wonder a little bit. You know, as, as excited as everybody was for the Eagles to be able to draft Jalen Carter, he's not going to be Javon Hargrave, who the Niners signed him for agency as a rookie. He's just not. And then right now, it seems like both linebacker spots and both safety spots are kind of up for grabs. And I think it's hard to argue that they'll be better at those positions. Kaiser White and TJ Edwards played really well last year. You know, Marcus Epps and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson played really well last year. So kind of hard to argue that the Eagles are better at those spots. So I think they're taking a little bit of a step back. And I think the Cowboys are taking a step forward from a roster standpoint. I thought their biggest, you know, holes on the roster were number two wide receiver and number two corner last year. And guys, they got Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore. I mean, those guys probably aren't elite number ones anymore. But they're going to be darn good number twos for the Cowboys. The only thing that really gives me some pause with Dallas is the fact that they ran Kellen Moore out of town to have Mike McCarthy take over as the play car. Mm-hmm. You guys, have you heard this stat? The last four years, Cowboys were second in the NFL in yards and points behind only the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm talking about... They started Ben DiNucci in a couple games, Andy Dalton. They started Cooper Rush in a lot of those games, actually, a handful. And they were second in the NFL, and yet they ran Kellen Moore out of town. Beyond curious to see how that works out for both the Cowboys and the Chargers, which is where Kellen Moore is now. Yep, very good. Uh, Totally agree with you on that one. How about the Giants, who surprised a ton of people going to the playoffs and winning a game before they were routed by the Eagles, went 9-7-1, but other than Jacksonville, and Baltimore, in a game they won, they were down 10 with six minutes left. They didn't really beat anybody. Uh, what do you think? This is seven and a half to win total with the Giants. That feels a little low to me. I mean, I, I understand that they won maybe more than their fair share of close games last year, but I don't think Daniel Jones is going to be worse. You know, they got Saquon under contract. I think the offensive line will be better. Yeah, yeah, they say that Darren Waller's been tearing it up at camp. Right. And I really liked the way that Daniel Jones played the second half of the year. You'd have to think, in my mind, he'll play better than he did last year. It'll be a year two for him and Brian Dable and Mike Kafka's system. The Giants feel to me, let's just put it this way, right? I think they're much more likely to win eight or nine games than they are to win six or seven. I like the over. For the Giants. Okay. You just mentioned you played the game. How did it, well, how did you feel about Rivera throwing Bienemy under the bus and that became public and then he had to, you know, apologize to Bienemy about what happened. So uh Ron off to a rough start here. And uh and now you're going with Howell at quarterback as well. Six and a half with Washington. They are one of the most interesting teams in the league, right? You know, because Rivera basically has personnel control there. And he knows they have a new owner. And he knows he's probably on the hot seat going into this year because the owner is more than likely wanting to bring in his own guy. And he's going with Sam Howell. I think the thought process for Rivera is, listen, my only shot is if it looks like we've got a young stud quarterback that's the future. Because if he goes with Brissett and they win eight or nine games, I, I don't think that's going to be good enough for him to keep his job. Uh-huh. And then you got Bienemy, who was making good money in Kansas City, winning Super Bowls, who said, you know what? I'm never going to get a head coaching job because I'm not calling the plays here. I got to go somewhere else. The fact that Bienemy chose this Washington team for his potentially one only shot as a play caller, is kind of bananas to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a bottom five offensive line. I just came out with my O-line rankings, bottom five in the league, and they've got a a, a second-year, fifth-round quarterback that started one game in his career. Let me just tell you guys, you know those NFL films videos where they, like the Super Bowl highlight videos, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't start with them talking about a team having one of the five worst O-lines 
and a, essentially a rookie quarterback. That, that's not how those videos start, fellas. <laughs> that's a great observation. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Ross Tucker, our guest, uh, get his podcast. It's great, called the Even Money Podcast. So then what's like the pecking order, do you think, in the NFC behind the top three teams, right? We, I think we can all agree in some former fashion it goes Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys. Then how do you – I think it's probably going to be one of those three teams coming out of the NFC, but who knows how healthy they, they're going to remain all year long. How would you rank some of the teams behind them? So I'm glad you brought that up because I actually think, and I've been saying this a lot, on my betting podcast, the Even Money podcast, I think if you've ever wanted to take a shot, a longer shot, on a team to win a conference, it feels like the NFC this year. Take a look at the futures in the NFC for Seattle, Detroit, because, look, it's not going to be easy, right? And and it, it shouldn't be easy. But... It feels to me like a year with the Niners quarterback issues health-wise, with what I said about you know how Dak played last year, and certainly McCarthy is the play caller, and the Eagles taking a little bit of a step back. You get the Lions at plus 1,100. I kind of like Seattle at plus 1,300. I don't think they were a fluke last year. They've added some really good players. They got Bobby Wagner back. They got Draymond Jones on the D-line. They had two first-round picks with Devin Witherspoon and Jackson Smith and Jigba. I kind of like the Seahawks, guys, at plus 1,300 to make a run to the to the Super Bowl. Is it likely? No. But uh, at plus 1,300, plus 1,100, I think people should take a long look at the Lions and the Seahawks. Everything you said just makes a lot of sense. And by the way, we're on the same page there. Um, I have not taken a flyer yet on Seattle, but I, ha- I did bet they're over on the win total at 8.5. I laid minus 140 with that, but I'm with you. I, I think that last year was not a fluke, and I think they're going to be damn good again this year. No, and, and Geno Smith, I mean, he's not going to get worse. I, I just, I, I thought they were very good last year, and I think there's some bias because of what we thought they were going to be coming into the year. And I think the Lions have a chance, especially when they get Jamison Williams back after that suspension. I think the Lions have a chance to win that division. If they win that division, you know, it's it's unusual for teams to kind of come out of nowhere and you know win three playoff games and get to the Super Bowl, but it does feel like if it was ever going to happen, it feels like it's the NFC yep. this year, just because you can look at vulnerabilities for the three top teams. Yeah, but a minute left here, along with everything else that you do, calling games now on a weekly basis, even money podcast, the Ross Tucker podcast. You're also involved with myfrontpagestory.com. Tell us about it. Well, so first of all, you guys have the best listeners and viewers ever because every time we talk about myfrontpagestory.com with you guys, we get a couple orders, which is amazing. And evidently, I didn't realize this, evidently, late August, September, October is when the most weddings are, which, by the way, should be illegal. <laughs> Who is so inconsiderate to get married in the fall during football season? But evidently, it happens. So if you're one of those guys who let your wife rope you into that, you gotta get a great anniversary gift. Myfrontpagestory.com, myfrontpagestory.com. I promise you she will love it and she will cry. Have a great call on the game this weekend, okay? Eagles and Ravens, Ross, thanks for the time. Sounds great, always love talking with you guys. Thanks for having me. Be good. Thank you. This is Follow the Money on v A lot going on at DraftKings. If you want to get on the fantasy action but sick of managing your roster, sick of player injuries ending your season, best ball on DraftKings. Get the best of your team all season long. Best ball on DraftKings. Bigger than ever, $10 million in guaranteed cash prizes up for grabs. For a limited time, you can join DraftKings' largest best ball contest ever. Get your first entry back in DraftKings dollars as soon as the draft is finished. To start playing best ball, download the DraftKings app, use code FOLLOW, enter DraftKings Best Ball Millionaire Contest, snake draft your team for the season, you'll rack up points from all your top scores, no ads, drops, trades, or I should have played them instead. Teams with the most points by the end of the season will have a shot to take home the $1 million top prize. Head to the DraftKings app, sign up with code FOLLOW, start playing best ball today. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, one per customer, opt-in required with $10 entry fee, bonus issued as 10 dollars 
Void where prohibited. DraftKings.com slash promo for details. Very good. And there's more. There's Survivor and Pick'em contest as well. There's Survivor, a dollar up to a thousand. The thousand dollar entry is a hundred thousand dollar guaranteed uh, prize pool. The Pick'em is five dollars to five thousand, including the big one, fifty thousand. Fifty thousand dollar entry fee, one million guaranteed with that big boy, which Johnny Avello told us the last time he was on as well. So there you go. A lot going on. You brought up earlier in the show the the chances for the Rays. Well, like what their schedule, how bad it's been in recent weeks for this team, all the injuries. The, no doubt about it. This team may be missing the playoffs at uh, nine to one. That's the number right now at DraftKings. So nine to one is a ten percent chance to actually make the playoffs. Does that sound about right to you? To miss the playoffs. Would you give them a 10% chance to miss the playoffs? Higher. Higher. You would much say higher, higher than that. Yes, much higher. 20, 25%? Based on, yeah, how they're playing and the schedule. Seattle's hot. Uh, Toronto playing very well on the road. And you're only four up on Seattle in the loss column? Mm-hmm. And you're under 500 going back, and you had the second worst record in all of baseball in July, and you've lost 11 of 15 at home? And we, we know what's uh, coming up at you against September and all these injuries. I mean, they just lost two out of three at home to St. Louis. This is no gimme here against Cleveland. You know, ask Toronto. And then they go to San Francisco and Los Angeles. I'll do uh, yeah. I'll do some conversions here. Okay. Because and I'll use fan graphs. They're projections. As we speak, they give Tampa a ninety four point three percent chance to make the playoffs. So that would be a 5.7% chance not to make the playoffs. Don't you think that's ridiculous? And the American money line at that point would be plus 16.54. Okay. That's so 9 to 1. I base on yeah. their numbers is telling you it's a little bit low. I just I think maybe 5.7% is probably a little bit low on their end. But again, remember they've been high on Tampa. They have them at a 9.4% chance to win the World Series. 9.4. That's slightly behind the Astros. That is, uh, it's behind the Braves. Braves 25%, by the way. And it's behind the Dodgers, and that's it. They're, they're ahead of every other team. They're in ter- They're going to couple another bad week. Houston's going to catch them, and then it's you're, you're opening up on the road. That continues, right? So well, and, that, that's and, big, too. Again, the team that we keep talking about here is Seattle. Yeah. And they're doing, for people who backed this team weeks ago, they're doing them a ton of favors. They've won seven straight, nine and one in their last ten. They're a game and a half back right now. The Blue Jays in the wild card. Uh, I don't want to see the Mariners, by the way, in the playoffs. I think they can be absolutely lethal. Yep. If um, they take two out of three here against Baltimore, watch out, watch out. Kansas City, Chicago, Kansas City, Oakland, Mets, Cincinnati. There's Oakland and the Angels in September as well. On, and then the one, 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 who Tampa's playing? My God, I, this well, is nuts. If, and the, the hot start, and oh my God, historic start. This Rays team, so good. 26 to 1 here at the All Star break to miss the playoffs. It definitely in play. Yeah, if we could like have a drink with the GMs of these other teams that are going to make the American League and they're willing to op- you know, answer every single question honestly, and if we ask them, like, which team out of these three would you rather see in the playoffs? the Rays, Blue Jays, or the Mariners, uh, I think that they would all say, yeah, we, we would like to see the Rays, honestly. Like, if they have three or four beers, they're speaking their mind, and they're not, being, they're not beating around the bush, they're not lying to you, I think they'd say, put the Rays in, please. We don't want the Mariners in, we don't want the Blue Jays in, because we know that those two teams are better. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's, there's nothing that you can do if you're Tampa, just because you've lost a ton of guys. I mean, if they, did, oh, if, they, if they never had the injuries yeah. and McClanahan never got yes. hurt the entire year and Springs never got hurt, it'd be a completely different story. But the offense has disappeared, though, too. Yeah, it has. That's the other thing, right? Who's good? Who wins the AL West? I think Texas. Yeah? I think Texas does, yeah. Got to love their rotation. I think they hang on. They go six, six, six guys, six, seven deep now. And I'll tell the you, I positions. mean, that team, some, that, that team was under the radar all the way back in May. Maybe maybe people sort of. It feels like the Rangers are going back to where they were then. Like they're not talked about that much. The Astros made a huge splash by bringing in Verlander. Well, the Rangers brought in Scherzer, which is like the same thing pretty much. So it just it feels like 
everybody expects the Astros to make a deep run again because they've been there so many times, and nobody's really talking about this team. And I think that that's maybe a, um, a mistake. What do you think of what Scotty Tribuco said last night, who was in studio a couple weeks ago, and it was in the blackjack tournament, and uh, you know does those mix the parlays? Yeah, cross court parlays. Yes, he is totally he totally dismisses the Dodgers because of Dave Roberts. Says he could not get it done, and they'll choke in the playoffs. And big reason why is because of Roberts and moves he makes, or whether it's coming from what they're telling him to do. Well, I, here's, I, I, here's what I believe. I believe that many times in recent years the Dodgers have had better teams. And the one time they won the entire thing was in the pandemic year when they had to play, like, what, 60 games? Uh-huh. Every other regular season that's been normal, they've had they probably had better teams a lot, put it that way. If you want to go back to the last 10 years, several of those teams were better, and they could never, they can't get it done. They, they barely even make it to the World Series. Now, the, the team they lost to cheated, <laughs> and uh, they should... Yeah. They should have never won that World Series. The Dodgers should have won that one. And if it was a different team, or if the Astros were not allowed to get away with that cheating, the Astros do probably win the World Series. Dodgers do win the World Series. But I just, I don't know, man. The pitching, do you trust the pitching in, in August? How, uh, in October, I mean? How is Kershaw doing this? What a year he's had. Now, he he's, comes right, I know it was the Rockies, but he comes right back and, and was uh, great yesterday. Uh, got a little hairy, though. He laid 370. Well, oh my God. So it's going to be Kershaw, Urias, and then Bueller is supposed to come back and throw in September, but what's he going to be able to give you, realistically speaking? Beyond beyond that, who do you currently like? you like Gonsolin? Do you like Miller? Well, the Bueller thing's, uh, that could be huge. But what, what's he going to, you know, what's yeah, he going to look like and what's that? But right, no, other than that, it's you can't get there with these guys. Yep. You know, that's that's absolutely true. But that's, as we've talked about, uh, you you got to be a little bit concerned about the Atlanta rotation as well. Freed's been great, but Strider's been mm-hmm. blown up a couple times. And, again, if those teams meet in the NLCS, those have got to be sky-high totals with those offenses. Oh, totally agree. You know? Yeah. Uh, Keiko goes today for the Twins. Uh-huh. It's a, he's just like Thor. How are these? How are they getting guys out? Keiko, Thor? Did you watch the Cub game the other day? Hendricks, I was, I, I was watching the game. The Cubs played the Mets. They said on the broadcast, his last 1,300 pitches, he hasn't thrown a pitch over 90 miles an hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's and then, and then and Keuchel and, and Thor. What Keuchel did his first start out over the weekend, and then and Thor was okay yesterday. It doesn't make any sense. No, he's, he's been so bad, and he's just he, he can't get a swing and miss. The ball's in play, but it's been Adam balls, and it, the, the luck factor's right. working out. I tell you, like, well, the Blue Jays yesterday should have scored more runs than they did because they had their chances. Uh, but they just couldn't get guys on when it mattered most or come up with that timely hit. That's the frustrating you know, part when you're betting this sport is that uh, you think you have it nailed and things are going to go your way and they have their chances, but they can't make it happen. Um, and they can't really put those numbers on the board against Thor, so that kind of hurt. But, I mean, Keiko, he was okay his last time start, his last time out. Is he going to be okay today against his Phillies lineup? They are cooking with Crisco, Pauly. Mm-hmm. They should, yes. Turner going too. I feel I you know, you want to say, well, come on, look what his life's fine. Look how much money he makes. I feel good for Turner. Uh, he was so bad, and the fans giving him this the ovation awesome. and rooting him on, and now they town? get him going. Yeah, of all places, that's right. right. But if they get him going, and he starts to hit, you're, they should be able to do a well to get to him today and, and get to drub Keuchel. I I, th- I think the Philly sticks should be healthy all weekend long here against the Twins. The biggest game on the board, I think, yeah. is uh, Orioles and the Mariners. Gibson takes on Castillo. Yeah. And a big one for both these teams, obviously. Mariners need all these games for their playoff lives. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, the Orioles do too. I mean, if they want to win this division, which I, you know, knock on wood, let's hope they do. Burns needs to get a W today. Stop the bleeding. Let's go. Unacceptable. He had 10 games against the, what was it, the Nats, Pirates. Yeah. And uh, the Rockies, and you went five and five. Now it's the White Sox. He was supposed to clean up in this month. That hasn't happened. Yep. In pocket plays coming up next on Follow the Money. It's Vison, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.